Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Up in Arms, the podcast, um, your new your new source for all things George Revolution. Today, I'm joined by Justin Murphy, and we have a special guest as well today, the uh, new coach of our NPSL team, uh, Coach Ricky Davey. I th- think that's how you pronounce it, right? That's correct. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate the time. Yes, and thank you for uh, joining us today. So, um, we I just wanted to uh, get you on and introduce you to the uh, Revs fan base and all of that. And I have a few questions as well, and as I'm sure Justin will probably can feel free to ask any questions you want. But um, first, I want to try and let the fans get to know you a little bit. Um, what is what what is your favorite uh, club other than other than a club in the United States, like what's your favorite international squad? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I uh, I feel a little bit ashamed to tell you guys this right now, but it's it's Arsenal Football Club. So that, <laughs> that is my yeah, that's my team. So you guys, uh, you guys got me on at a bad time, but uh, I just, um, just finished watching the Everton game, and the last three minutes of that game were more entertaining than the last five months. So uh, <laughs> we're, I well, feel like we're, we're getting there, but yeah, unfortunately, it's Arsenal Football Club. Well, I'm I'm the I'm the rival. I'm Tottenham Hotspur right here. Oh man, and we're, yeah. we're having a decent season. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm I'm a Nottingham Forest fan, and we're not doing too hot. So I feel yeah. you guys. I feel <laughs> you guys. Well, I mean, the best game this season we lost. So I mean, but we 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 still played like champs um, against Liverpool, but we just kind of let loose a little late. But um, I know Arsenal. They've got a lot to figure out over there. You had spent some time with the Georgia State squad. What was that like? Sorry, re- repeat that. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't hear you. All right. Um, you had spent some time coaching with the Georgia State um, squad. Yes, sir. What was that like? Yeah, good, good. So this uh, this past fall has been my my third season with that group. So uh, we know each other pretty well. Um, and we had, we had a good season. Unfortunately, we lost in the conference final to uh, Coastal Carolina on penalty kicks for the, the second uh, good running. But um, no, no, very, very good group, very good squad of players, um, very mature uh, in their thinking and the way they go about things day to day. And yeah, we're really excited to, to hopefully get playing in the spring and uh, kind of continue where we left off. We, f- we finished 9-2-2. Two two, so. um, do you have any players that you had in Georgia State that uh, would come that you think would come over to the Revs? Um, I, th- I think they would. Uh, unfortunately, with, with NCAA rules, um, they're, not, not, they're not able to play during the summer for a coach that they're coached with um, at college, basically. Um, oh. Yeah, so I would love uh, a whole host of those guys, but I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. But they'll go off, um, you know, they'll go off and they'll play for some different teams, whether it be local um, or nationally and and have great success, I'm sure. But yeah, unfortunately, due to the rules, um, that's not possible. Um, the way the way the only way that can happen is if they've exhausted their eligibility in college. So there may be uh, there may be room for a senior, a graduated senior or two, but um We'll kind of see how that pans out. Yeah, that would be perfect. Um, and I know, I know that Georgia State team does pretty well. So I know, and you said that you got some good players over there. So yeah, absolutely. There's a there's a, there's a couple um, graduating seniors actually. They, they've still got to finish up this spring. Um, one has graduated this Christmas actually. So yeah, I, I don't know what their plans are. That's a conversation I need to have with them. But um, we'll kind of see what what that brings come, come the spring. 
Um, and here's another uh, here's another question. Um, who's your favorite uh, play? Who's your favorite professional player, like around the world or wherever? Yeah, great question. Um, I think probably right now, well, it's a tough one. Um, there's not too many Arsenal guys in that conversation right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question. I'd probably have to go with. Um, it would. It would probably be. This is probably a little con- controversial at times too, but um, right now at an elite level, I, I love. I love Jordan Henderson. Um, I think yeah. what he brings, kind of off the table, um, off the field in terms of leadership and the way he goes about things. And I think a lot of people would have watched that 7-0 game today. And um, I don't know how much people would have noticed, you know, seven, two, three minutes remaining. He's he's barking orders. He's running around. He's yelling at his teammates. Um, just those little intangible things. He's obviously a fantastic footballer technically and tactically, but I think the intangible things that he brings to that team can't be replaced. And I think you've seen that a little bit with their form over the last, you know, 18 months, two years when he hasn't played. Um, although they have great players in that squad, I think they've they've dropped off a little bit because of that. All right, so I've got a couple of questions myself. Absolutely. Um, so... Before actually coming on with the refs, you know, what, what did you hear outside of actually being involved? You know, you know, what, what was the the reputation or or your your thoughts of the refs before you actually came into the club itself? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think um, obviously Coach Theo, who had who had run the team before, had had success and. Um, I, I, I honestly just heard that it, it's been, you know, it's an established MPSL team and you look around the league, there's a lot of kind of teams that will play one year and then not the next or, you know, a couple years. And, and they've always kind of been, even, you know, before my time in Georgia, you, you know, the name and, and you know, the kind of established side that they are. Um, I think probably the, the underlying thing is, is that maybe, you know, success has been, there and thereabouts, but it hasn't been consistent. Um, and that's probably something that, you know, I obviously hope to bring is success and, and consistency over, you know, the next year or two. And obviously that that will be there to be seen in the results. But yeah, I think probably the, the two main things are just a little bit of, you know, that, that established club, I think is huge, especially within the NPSL, obviously. Uh, GM and, and part owner Eric Morrison does a great job of kind of running a, a tidy ship year to year um, and appointing some great coaches too. So hopefully I can just kick on and, and I think bringing consistency in terms of that success, I think, like I said, I think there's been up years and there's been down years. So hopefully, hopefully we can have, you know, more ups than downs is, is the main goal. Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of the things that has, has been missing with the revs for a lot. We'll have one good year and a couple bad, or maybe one or two in the, in the same you know, back to back and then bad. Um, and I think that's, I think that's honestly what really we want to see, even if it's not, you know, top of the level, you know, winning everything every year, as long as it's consistent and, and going to the playoffs and doing things like that. I think that's something that the fan base would, would really enjoy, especially this coming year. I mean, like you said, you know, some teams are coming and going and coming and going. And, and this upcoming season is, is kind of a wild card. Uh, a lot of the big teams, the, you know, the, the Chattanoogas, the Atlanta SCs, things like that, teams we played for, you know, years are, are gone now. And and it's kind of like having a clean slate in the Southeast Conference. So that's definitely something that we'd like to look forward to. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's it's interesting this year. I think a lot of new teams and a lot of teams that kind of will be will be obviously new to the league and new to to running their franchises too. So you know, hopefully that's something that we can kind of kick on with is is knowing how to go about things, kind of in the in the operations and logistics and kind of maybe maybe one upping in those areas. But I'm sure those teams will be extremely prepared for you know everything that they do and, and kind of player player recruitment and things like that. I'm sure will be you know, big time for them. But yeah, a brand new league, a brand new division. And yeah, I think it will be an exciting one for sure. So without without giving away trade secrets, obviously, what, what, what kind of style do you prefer? You know, is there a certain formation you like? You know, are you possession? Are you attacking? Just so we can get an idea of what we can look forward to. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think um, looking at looking at the, the team and, and kind of, I like to I like to keep the ball, um, but but I think I'm a coach that's that's quite adaptable. I, I think if you know, depending on what the game lends, I think there's some flexibility there in terms of of, of the setup. And um, you know, I, I like to get the ball forward quickly. Um, that's that's probably one of my principles. Is you know, direct, but not in the sense that it's it's long ball and and vertical, so to speak. But you know, it, we're looking for opportunities to break lines with our passes. Um, I think that's a big thing, and you know, having players between those lines, um, that's a, that's a big thing for me. I think getting the ball forward quickly, and then uh, once we get there, uh, it's just decisions in that sense. I think that you know, can we go forward? Can we get ball crosses in the box? Can we get shots on target? Things like that. If so, great. If not, you know, be patient. Let's let's kind of shift the the defense around and see yeah. what we can bring. But um, not to let you guys into too much, but I'm a. I think I'm a coach that I like to. I like to play three at the back. Um, so that that may give you some kind of inkling into what the system may look like. Um, I yeah. think four. I think four. I think there are some some benefits to it, but I like the three, uh, just in terms of, of building from the back and going from there. But I think every every game, and as we talked about, it's going to be a little a bit of a blank sheet with teams coming into the league. We, we're not going to know a lot about certain teams, so. It's going to be a lot of yeah. yeah. It's going to be a lot of adapting on the fly. I think in terms of you know being being into in, locked into the game and, and what what the game gives you uh, in terms of tactics. I think that's going to be big to kind of assess and go from there. But no, I, I like to get the ball forward quickly. Uh, defensively, we'll be solid. We'll be we'll be strong. We'll be committed. Um, and then I think we'll have one or two special players that can that can unlock in the final third. I think that's key and. I like to coach. I like to coach a lot, but I feel like, especially attacking players nowadays, don't need to be overcoached. Um, so hopefully there'll be there'll be one or two kind of guys that can that can really excite the fans and and kind of bring something different to to the team. But I was a I was a central midfielder or, or centre back, so um, I'm hoping that that's our backbone and, and we're able to keep clean sheets and defend well and, and defend heroically, um, and then let those guys that are extremely talented that, that have flair that have passion in the attacking for to, to go do their jobs. Okay, so yeah, that. Um, so now that we, go we got that situated, you know what 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 brings you you know here to Georgia, Georgia State? You know what, what was your journey like to this point? Yeah, great question. It's a, it's a funny one. I come from a I come from a small town uh, in southwest England called Wellington, um, which there aren't too many professional opportunities around that area. Um, you're looking at clubs like uh, Bristol City is probably the, the closest big club which plays in the Championship uh, in England. Um, yeah. And I kind of you know grew grew up playing for some very good teams and and you know played for England schoolboys once and and kind of saw the US as a uh, as a path to kind of continue my education and soccer career once once it didn't work out in England so uh, i came across to the states in 2010 
Um, I went to Appalachian State University and, and after a little while transferred to the University of Montevallo, which is in uh, South Alabama-ish, just south of Birmingham. Um, and that's, that's kind of where I met, met Mariana, my wife, and obviously she's kept me here, uh, hasn't, hasn't let me go. Um, but no, that, that's kind of had a great career there, loved every minute of it and, you know, graduated and then uh, had a few opportunities to maybe try and play. Um, but the coaching thing always appealed to me. I, I think towards the end of my career, I was more interested in uh, taking note of, of sessions that coaches did and, and little intricate details that, that they gave the players rather than looking to better myself. Not, not, in a, not in a bad way like that, but as a player, that was kind of that was kind of running out. And you guys know college soccer as well. It, it takes a toll on the body. Um, and and at, the, at that time, I thought coaching was a good route for me. So uh, I went to coach at uh, Alabama Huntsville with with coach Matt Watts um, for a year. And that was kind of a year that it let me do some figuring out of what I really wanted to do. It, I, I coached a couple club teams at, at a high level um, and obviously coached with the, the college team. Um, and about halfway through that fall, we, we had a result. Um, we played Rollins College from Orlando down in Florida. Uh, we won a 3-2 overtime game, which was – it was a big result for, for Alabama Huntsville. They didn't usually beat teams like Rollins. And and I remember that that feeling and that, that day, and that was 2014, uh, and I kind of never looked back. That was that – was, I wanted that feeling every single time. And it was, it was the feeling of being absolutely prepared for that game in every single way. And, and it kind of – I obviously had some big, big highs as a player, but – knowing that you were able to control what's going on of, of these 11 players on the field and stop a team doing what they wanted to do. That, that kind of, that gets me excited talking about it now. But from, from there, it was kind of, um, I went up to Lemoyne College in New York. Uh, Mariana came with me um, for two years. It was, that was a, a fantastic one for me. I was able to kind of, uh, obviously at Huntsville, I had played with a couple of guys on that team for Rocket City United in the MPSL. Um, so they knew me as a player, not just a coach. Um, so that was a little bit difficult year one. Um, and then kind of moving away and <laughs> probably couldn't move further further away unless we went to Canada. But we moved to upstate New York and obviously no one knew me there. And it was a great two years to kind of recreate myself as, as Ricky, just the coach rather than player and, and friend and, and thing like that. So after my time there, we were very successful. I came down to... Francis Marion, which is a Division II school in South Carolina, and, and had a good time with, with Coach John Campbell. And shortly after I'd actually got there, uh, the opportunity came up to, to move to Georgia State and, and move to Atlanta. And obviously, my wife being from Alabama, it was, a, it was a great move to be a little closer to her family again. So, no, we, we've been here about uh, just over three years now at Georgia State, and, and we've been successful. And uh, she teaches. She has a great job. So, yeah, we, we really like it here. And uh, as I said before, when you guys asked the Georgia State question, it's just a matter of fact of, of can we keep getting better year after year? And, and so far we we have. Um, so hopefully we can we can keep doing that and, you know, see see where that takes us, I think. But yeah, that, that's kind of my journey and uh, nothing too crazy exciting. But I think probably the biggest thing is just, you know, falling in love with coaching and kind of just going from there and, and, and kind of just growing on that and obviously trying to make myself better as a coach through through development and obviously doing my own bits through reading and things. So just, just to maybe, you know, again, you know, toe the trade line secret. Um, <laughs> have, you, have you had your eyes on anybody specifically, you know, that you might want to join or, you know, do you, do you have players in mind? Have you already started the process? You know, how's that go? 
Yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, with it, without mentioning too many names or, or really any names, I think that um, when I first spoke with Eric, it was probably October time, and that's just off the top of my head. You know about the about the position, and I, I won't I won't tell any lies here. I kind of had some guys in mind already at that point. I'm a uh, I'm a planner. I'm a details guy. Um, kind of let you into the three at the back thing and, and those are important positions so in, in terms of imagine looking at a, a depth chart kind of chart on a on a laptop I, I had kind of some some guys that maybe I'd coached before at certain programs or or guys that I'd co- coached against while being at Georgia State um, that, that fit into those plans so yeah yeah I think that you know connections have been made with certain programs and coaches and, and certain players to to recruit in that sense and, and that's something that I really enjoy doing is making those connections and just as I'm speaking to you guys I'm, I'm passionate about the game I'm, I'm passionate about coaching and I hope that and, and I think I have it with certain guys is, is, is sold that sold that passion um, and sold a little bit of a picture of what I see on the field with a certain product and and how guys fit into that but no plans are plans are there and um, we obviously have some tryouts coming up too where I think we're gonna we're gonna unearth some local talent and, and maybe some some gems that have not really come across the, the table yet but in terms of kind of established guys there are there are certain guys yes that, that have already committed to the cause and and guys that I'm extremely excited about and, and I think the, the revolution fans will be as well so just um go ahead Kyle. here's a uh, here's a question kind of branching off that uh, I know that I know we were talking about uh players outside of the club but what about inside of the club what's your first impressions on some of the players that are already a part of the uh club yeah absolutely like the ABSL squad yeah great question great question no uh, unfortunately I've not been able to watch a huge deal of them yet watch some games um and yeah yeah really impressed with some guys I think there's some there's some younger guys you know uh Noel Elder the left back is a is an extremely young player but extremely talented that I think will benefit from you know, playing playing with older guys, guys from different kind of areas. I think there are some some other guys too within the club, and and some guys that have played on the MPSL team before that are playing with the reserves right now, such as uh, Saji and Ian, um, guys that have you know maybe graduated from their college that are, that are playing, and and that will probably be a big part of the squad moving forward. But yeah, really impressed with some of those guys. Rodrigo, another guy, really impressed with. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. local player Aaron Witten's been playing with that group a little bit over the past few weeks after the Reinhardt season. So, yeah, all guys, all guys that will that have impressed me, and I think will continue to impress. Um, I think I think Alec, I think Eric, I think those guys do a fantastic job of kind of creating an environment that that these guys benefit from. They keep developing, you know. Maybe maybe while other players aren't, you know, able to put in the work, those guys are training. They're playing ADSL. They're doing a great job. So yeah, there's there's definitely certain guys within that group that that have impressed me, and and like I said, I think they will continue to. And and once they get into kind of our MPSL training group, I think it's obviously up to them then to um, kind of separate themselves. But obviously, with some benefit too that, that that they know the coaching staff, they know the way things are done. Um, so I think that's benefit to them as opposed to coming in kind of blind like some of the other guys will. Kind of piggybacking off the last thing I was talking about. Um, this this upcoming season is going to be the first time where we have multiple teams in our conference that are actually in our area with Georgia Storm and the LSA. Um, just in so far, have you found, you know, in your in looking for players, have you had any of them say, hey, I'm going to try it with these guys? Or have you seen any competition so far? Um, 
to to be honest, uh, yes and no. I've not I've not heard. I know I know that obviously there's going to be a couple of of teams that are competing with us within state and and within kind of that's a good I think a good thing in terms of you know location wise. I think it's great for us. Maybe there's ways to you know establish kind of rivalries in that sense, which were a lot closer. I think that's big for the club and and big for the area. Um, in terms of the recruitment, I, I don't think it's too much. Um, I think what like going back to before, I think I've really pinpointed and highlighted guys that I know well, um, that I know will buy into what we're trying to do, uh, that will be committed and disciplined, loyal. Um, and I haven't got into too many bidding wars right right now. Uh, I'm sure they'll come, so to speak. Um, but but right now, I'm, I'm really happy with what we've got. I don't I don't see too much competition with the guys that I've reached out to uh, just because of circumstance or my relationships with them um, from previous places or, you know, with, with their coaches, so to speak. I think that's a benefit coming from college to a certain extent is you have those pre-existing relationships with coaches and um, hopefully they trust you to get the best out of their players and, and put them in a good environment so that they're ready to go back into college or wherever they're going for the full season. But yeah, not to, to to long story short, not not really just yet. I think probably those will come once um, squads are probably established, and there's maybe one or two players that that you know are special, maybe in terms of if they're big time goal scorers, if they are at the opposite end, if they're big time goalkeepers that, that multiple coaches want. I'm sure that will come down to it. But yeah, right now there's probably enough players out there for for everyone to go get, um, and probably like I said, it, it's probably a lot of um, similar to me, pre-existing relationships and players that, that those coaches know will perform for them. So, yeah, not not so far. And, and I'm really happy with, with what we've done so far. And obviously, moving forward with tryouts and, and other things like that, I'm, I'm sure we can add great quality to the squad. So just, I, I know, obviously, every goal of the season is to win everything you possibly can and you know win a conference make the region playoffs and things like that but just just personally for you you know being first year with the club and all what what are some of the uh I guess goals so to speak are you looking for personally to obtain yeah I think that's a great question I think like you said I think as a team obviously that is the goal is to win the league and, and kick on from there I think the playoffs are an absolute must um and, and obviously that falls on my shoulders and I'm, I'm happy to take that responsibility at the same time. But yeah, the playoffs are a must as a team. Uh, I think personally, for me, I think it's it's growth. And I think I, I, think I seek that. I think I want that. Um, obviously, I've been an assistant coach for, you know, this January will be seven years. So this, this gives me a different, a different kind of look at um, training sessions, a different look at preparations, logistics, you know, being the guy. And, and I'm really looking forward to that. So that will, that will probably be, there'll be some ups and downs in terms of, in terms of coaching and being a head coach at this level, which is a fantastic level, but one that I'm ready for. Um, I'm excited to uh, kind of plan and implement training sessions for, like you guys mentioned, the system that I want to play um, to kind of lead a group of, of young men onto the field and, and hopefully those those instructions that we deliver in training as a staff, um, you know, happen on the field. And and that's obviously the staff and ultimately my responsibility. So I, I would probably say just personally would be growth in, in every kind of manner as a as a head coach. Um, and that was that was my main goal and main target in taking the role was obviously having that title um, and, and kind of rolling with it and 
obviously it's like like I just said, ups and downs for sure, but at the same time, some some growth in that aspect and probably some situations and, and things that I haven't kind of dealt with before, which I'm really excited about and, and I'm very confident that, that I can go about my business and do a really good job. Well, that's good. I, I can tell you, you know, being a longtime Revs fan myself, I've been with the Revs since the inaugural season. You know, it's supposed to be my eleventh, would be my eleventh season if awesome. last one wasn't cut off. But yeah, I mean, personally, I'm I'm excited. I I really look forward to it. You sound like you're really ready to go. And I I know I don't I can't speak for everybody with the Revs, but I know missing out on last season, you know, just just kind of took the wind out of the sails. And I'm ready to go, and I cannot wait to get this season started 100 i think i think last summer was a was kind of a blow for everyone regardless of you know what level and what club you're at so i know everyone will be raring to go and you know get back into some really good competitive play and, and i think that's that's exciting everyone i think i can't wait even the tryout on in january i'm, I'm dead excited to get out there and kind of get going with that and you know even to even to see you know hopefully a good amount of of guys come out and try and try and impress and you know that's exciting i think that, that people want to come out and try out for your club is exciting and, and, I, and i think we'll get some like i said some gems from those tryouts and and we'll go from there but yeah i think obviously this whole the whole pandemic has, has put a put a dent in you know lots of things for lots of different people so i think if we can you know get back out there and start playing some games at a high level and and play some good soccer and, and some exciting soccer i think we'll be in a good position i think that justin just uh disconnected but um i think that affects a lot of the uh play that um the players can um put on a show for the fans and the the whole um, supporters group around, especially the Revs, we are big into this club. And I know all around the United States and all over the world, there's all sorts of small clubs that uh, communities can get behind. And I think that's a big part of the um, club. And I know the fans were looking forward to some great, some great, uh, some great team play this year. And especially after last year, missing out on it. Um, I know this year we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I hope that we're able to provide that. I think we will. I think the players will be dedicated, committed, uh, loyal to the cause, and and that's kind of what I hope to bring through the team to the supporters. I think the supporters have have been fantastic, even even since the release of you know myself being the head coach. Uh, the support and the outreach has been fantastic, and uh, yeah, I, I just I, I hope and I think we will provide some some great times, and obviously need your guys is back in throughout and. Uh, I know we will get that 100%. So I'm excited. Excited. I know the the boys will be uh, will be excited to get out there and, and start playing some good soccer, especially after you know the last 12 months with everything going on. Yeah, and um, you know we're and I know the club is looking for more uh, community support as well. And I know the uh, stadium pretty much right next to the McDonough Square. That's a big plus as well because I know a few years ago we were playing in this small little. Uh, youth recreational field that had no seating or anything and now we're playing in a uh, real stadium that um the fans can actually come and be a part of and enjoy the atmosphere yeah i, I think, think that plays a role in it as well yeah absolutely i think that's huge i, th I think the, the fans having a good time in, in terms of location is massive and i think as you mentioned i think that plays into how the team performs as well. I think if they if they feel if they feel the support, if they feel the love from the fans, and 
as you know, with with stadium and things like that, you can you know you you create an atmosphere that maybe intimidates the other team and, and propels your own team to a different level. So now I think that that's huge. I think the the support is always huge, but I think now with with that the move to the stadium, I think it's going to be fantastic. And as I said, uh, I'm I'm 100 in in good luck that you guys will provide that support for the team. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, and um, I know we're really looking forward to this uh, NPSL season, and I know the um, in the ADASL seasons we've been, um, I know two years ago our reserve squad won the title, and I know a few of those players were able to get to show themselves out in, um, in the first team. And then also um, just a couple of days ago, our former captain, Jack Gurr, he made his professional debut with Atlanta United, and that's – that's a step that um, not many players that play for the Revolution can play for, but uh, I think that um, I think that Jack Gurr represents uh, success from this club that we are able to um, send, send players professionally, and I know his um, his his impact on that team a couple of days ago with Atlanta United. Um, I know I know um, that's a goal that a lot of uh, Revolution players are going to shoot for. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, obviously, firstly, congratulations to Jack. I think that's a that's a huge achievement. I've I've worked with Jack somewhat uh, over the last couple of years in terms of some small, some small camp coaching and, and things like that, and becoming a little bit of a friend, I would say. But yeah, congratulations to Jack. Firstly, and and yeah, secondly, I think that's always that's it's it, the MPSL and, and USL two. I think uh, two fantastic platforms for young players to to kind of showcase their skills at, at the next level and you know it's 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 a mix of you know maybe some older professional guys or guys that are extremely talented that maybe didn't make it and then also younger players as we mentioned and, and some college players mixed in there as well I think the level is diverse in the sense that you, you have excellent players from lots of different walks of life and, and obviously it's a little bit closer to the professional level uh, in that regard but yeah I think that's part of I think that's part of the sell too in, in getting fantastic players to the club as well for, for playing in the summer is, you know, we, we all know the games are streamed. We all know the location that we're in. There's there's numerous professional clubs around. So the, the, the fact that they're able to showcase themselves and the fact that you're able to lean on guys like Jack that are at the highest level in this country, uh, I think that that shows that the club is is providing a good a good platform for these guys to showcase their skills and, and reach that next level uh, with the club's help as well. Absolutely. And um, yeah, and this season, I know we have a bunch of great players that are ready to move up the ranks as well. Like Aaron Witten, he's um, he's been consistent the past few years with the club and it's a miracle that he's, that he hasn't gone to like Chattanooga or someone yet, like uh, Clayton Adams has. And I think, I think he's um he's got some great talent that um certainly a lot of teams are gonna look for. So and I know we have a bunch of other players like that too, and some players that'll probably show up for tryouts and all of that that we'll find. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think Aaron Aaron specifically has has had a couple of un, quite quite frankly unbelievable years at, at Reinhardt uh, in terms of goal scoring and, and clearly Absolutely. clearly seems to have um a knack for scoring goals and and as you guys know more than anyone it's coaches will take chances on those guys that put the ball in the back of the net um and yeah he's gonna have he, i'm sure he's gonna have some looks and 
you know, we, we hope to bring him back to the club for the NPSL this summer and at the same time wish him all the best if, you know, he does get looks elsewhere. But he he uh, he has been committed to the cause the last few years. He's obviously a local boy and, and that connection with the club is probably real. You know, it's it's not it's probably not real for, for some people, you know, depending on where they come from. But his, his affinity to the club is real. I know that. I've spoken to him quite a few times. I know his coach, Joey Johnson, really well at Reinhardt. And yeah, he, he's one that, I think can really kick on. And, and as we talked about the platform for the players, I think there's there's none better than for Aaron. I think if he's able to translate half of the goals that he scored at Reinhardt into an MPSL season, um, he'll be an extremely successful soccer player, whatever happens. But yeah, yeah, we hope to, he would be a big part of our plans and we hope to have him back. And at the same time, if there are opportunities elsewhere where he's going to try and become a professional uh all the best to those as well because that's the ultimate goal and that's the platform that we want to provide to our players absolutely anything uh you want to add justin no, to that? that's that's good for me yeah and um yeah well, also, i want to thank you one more time for taking the time out of your schedule to come join us on the podcast i know the fans uh i know the revolution fans are going to be listening to this and I'm just I'm just hyped giving the interview. I know all the uh, fans listening to this interview uh, when it's released. I know they're going to be hyped for this season as well. No, I hope so. I hope I hope we bring excitement, and, and I think, like I said, I think we will. I'm, I'm confident in, in what we're doing in, in terms of recruitment and the, the the fines that we will get through tryouts. So, yeah, I'm 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 excited. As I mentioned before, it's you know the the love that I got through social media and things like that when the when the release came out excited me and. And yeah, you know, I've kept my head down, and we've been working for a little while now on trying to construct a roster. And obviously, that that's not finished yet. But hopefully, in the next couple of months, it will be, and we can kind of go from there and, and start giving the fans kind of what they want. And that's names and and positions and systems and things like that. I know that excites everyone. But no, I'm I'm thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward, and I'm excited about the role and what what it brings. And you know, I'd, I'd love to jump on a few more podcasts and kind of as we go along, kind of update the fans on, on things that are happening. I think that could be a good idea. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep you posted uh, whenever we whenever whenever we'd like to have you on. And I know we're going to whenever the season starts up, we're going to try and get some players on as Excellent. well. Try and get a uh, player's eye view into the club as well. Excellent, guys. Yeah. Happy holidays and uh, enjoy. And, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate your time as well. No problem, and thank you for uh, joining us today. And also thank you as well, Justin, uh, for coming on as well. Right. Just can't wait to work with you guys. Thanks, guys. Yep, and go Revolution. Go Revs. Thanks, guys. All right, have a great day.